The NFL Combine is upon us, and uh, nobody besides Romo Dunze is running. So that's the bad news to start here. But of course, it's another day, another draft here on Splash Bay, where we're going to be drafting in the big board, 200K to first place, draft number 21 here. It is, in fact, February 27th. So two more days left, because again, a leap year here. So we get the bonus extra day of February that we're all pining away for every year. We finally get that here. Uh, but weird day, I think, with the wide receivers not competing at the Combine. Uh, they're too important, too special. Uh, even Malik Neighbors, a guy who yesterday reports out there that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. was not going to be at the Combine. People were saying, oh, Malik Neighbors might be able to take the wide receiver one spot in the draft. Uh, oh, he might run a 4-3, might do all that. Turns out he's not running either. So uh, Romo Dunze will be the brand name, so to speak, running at the event. And we're going to see right away. Um, some reports out there that he ran a 4-3-4 uh, last year, I guess, in the offseason. I don't see it watching the film for Romo Dunze. Uh, so very curious to see how that goes. And this room is getting stupid right away. Patrick Mahomes goes at number two. So, all right. All right. Uh, so we are live for a draft to get thrown out. Uh, we are live for a great draft if it doesn't get thrown out. Uh, Mark JR here. Patrick Mahomes, number two. What a day. What a day to know ball. <laughs> oh, boy. CeeDee Lamb pick four. All right. We're all getting the value here. It's going to be our second draft thrown out on stream for no intentional purposes. Just uh, previously draft number one of the year for me on stream thrown out because of somebody taking nine QBs. Patrick Mahomes, 30 spots ahead of ADP could be a thing that flags it again, but we're going to get one of Jamar Chase or Amon Ross St. Browns. So that is a good thing. Uh, I feel like up top, we have to talk about the running back stuff. Uh, obviously, nothing surprising there. Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, none of these guys getting a franchise tag. I guess the one surprising thing was that I uh, will take Amon Ross St. Brown here. Uh, not getting a lot of shares of him so far. Uh, he is the the consolation prize, really, <laughs> of that group of wide receiver where you have Jefferson, you have Lamb, you have Hill, you have Chase. Take him whatever order you want. Amon Ross St. Brown is not the prized pick, uh, prize pick of that group, but... Uh, we'll take him at pick eight. Um, but yeah, the running backs, the big news item out there. A lot of people surprised. Uh, people calling us the most loaded free agent class ever. And, you know, loaded in terms of guys that have bell cow roles, maybe not loaded in terms of the efficiency of these guys. As we talked about, Saquon, not very efficient. Josh Jacobs, uh, not as efficient as he was the year before last, where he had a great offensive line. Came back down to earth this past year. Uh, so I think there's a, an interesting kind of perception here that it's like, oh, another loaded class. But I think it's kind of, in some respects, I think this free agent class is loaded in the same way that like Dalvin Cook was a loaded free agent pick last year, where it's like, oh man, this guy's had so much production. And you know, look, I'm still wanting to take flyers and these guys taking Derrick Henry in drafts, uh, going 12 picks after ADP, think it's too cheap. Uh, I think that we kind of have to adjust the expectations here that even though this is not a great rookie running back class, you know, you could see just as high of a likelihood of like second year guys, you know, like the Kyrens of the world, like the tank Bigsby's of the world, even uh, who can maybe hold some of these guys at bay. Uh, but we will see. So we have DJ Moore on the board. We have Marvin Harrison on the board. I think we are live to do some fun things today and I wouldn't hate Devon a Chan, but whatever <laughs> Marvin Harrison, who cares? Marvin Harrison, a lot of rooms we've been in lately going at that one, two turn, getting a pick 17. Cause he's not going to compete at the combine. Great. I'll take that discount here. They are less washed than Dalvin cook, but you're right. I, I look, I agree. They're not all totally washed. Like I think Dalvin cook, you know, analytically for years, didn't show a whole lot. Uh, but I do think for a lot of these guys, I think people still are assuming that they're getting, you know, young Saquon Barkley, young Tony Pollard, young, whatever. Um, and it does seem like, you know, these guys are going to be out there. And and I think, too, they run the risk of pricing themselves out of jobs, which is the big issue we saw last year for a few guys. Uh, I talked about all summer long, basically, is that I felt like the running backs, the top tier running backs were going to ask for too much money. Uh, guys like Saquon, you know, got there fast. Jacob's less fast. They eventually got there um, to, you know, just agreeing to the terms they had. But I think this year, you know, those guys weren't even worth franchise tag money. So in free agency, uh, there actually haven't been a lot of guys who get paid over $10 million in free agency. I saw some Twitter lists out there where it's like basically one running back uh, per offseason uh, over the last, you know, 15 years. So it's not great. <laughs> it's not great for those guys. Uh, but, you know, could be a thing where I, I it's very live that they end up being, you know, somewhere in the Kareem Hunt to Ezekiel Elliott to Leonard Fournette spectrum. And which one of them is going to be the lettered Fournette? I don't know. Um, I would think it's not Derrick Henry. Kind of think he goes Ravens. I feel like one I'm seeing linking to him a lot. Uh, I think that makes sense. But see what Mark Jr. does here. Now I'm breathlessly anticipating 
Uh, all right, Pacheco at 23 is not unreasonable. If he's going to go Kelsey here too, um, there's at least some logic to his draft. Malik Neighbors goes to 25. Would have been happy to get Malik Neighbors at 32, uh, but we are going to not get him on the way back, unfortunately. What is Mark doing here? It's got to be Kelsey, right? Or no, he's got Rasheed Rice on the board. Take Rasheed. Rasheed's basically a discount at 26. What is Mark doing? Mark is making a sweat it out. This wild man, Mark, in the two hole. John Dotson. Oh, no. Oh, no. This draft is... Oh, man. I think we're having a fun draft. This guy's going to ruin it. <laughs> I don't think this John Dotson pick is going to hold up 90 picks after ADP. Donk's going to donk. Game over. He's scrolling. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, don't sh uh, don't tell underdog guys. <laughs> don't. don't you fucking tag underdog and say, hey, check out this draft on stream right now. <laughs> don't you dare do it. But it's not looking good. It's not looking good. We're still going to take this draft seriously because you never know. You know, you never know. One or two reaches that are stupid. Uh, maybe don't set off the alarm. <laughs> and again, he got that great Mahomes Pacheco correlation to start. I agree. Give him a chance to throw it back. Uh, why? Like, why are we going to penalize? Why would we penalize the other eleven of us in this room just because Mark is getting a little bit crazy? I don't think we should. That's not the that's not the underdog I want to know. <laughs> Rasheed Rice goes at pick thirty. Very reasonable. I love wasting an hour of my life. Yeah, imagine doing it on a stream. <laughs> and I, I got to see this bitch through. All right, we got a Monra Harrison. Still think that DK Metcalf, to me, should be a higher price than Michael Pittman. Uh, Laporta at tight end. We could build out some Detroit stuff, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Am I falling into a chalk trap with that, though? I may very well be. I may very well be. I'm going to take Laporta here. It's hard to pass up the Amon Ra Laporta for me. Still do think decent shot. They're bringing another wide receiver, too, to add some value. To that, you know, that room that Jameson Williams being ascendant would be the same thing, but I think that he's probably can't imagine him ever being like a an eight target per game guy. I feel like his ceiling's probably six, and that's like him running hot and you know having success with those six. Uh, so I think you know maybe they bring in somebody else who's like a real mid range possession guy where you have a Monra underneath somebody playing in that middle area, or they could just run back Josh Reynolds, I suppose. They suspend users for getting drafts thrown out. I think they're starting to do that more so because they don't want to keep having people ruining rooms over and over again. Um, but I don't know. Definitely depends on the uh, you know the situation. I think. And again, this is the good news. You know, Peach Peach draft yesterday. Underdog people are coming in to the chat and going, "Hey, give away some free credits, Pete. Have a good time." No, if Underdog is watching this stream, so <laughs> hopefully, you know, hopefully you get some nice values here. The thing is, like him taking these picks. It hasn't really made for tremendous value. Like, you know, Jefferson goes at three enough. Flam goes at four enough. So there really hasn't been a big, a big value add by his shenanigans so far. So point being, I think we should keep the draft. Uh, all right. We got a Monroe Harrison Laporta. Do not like this pocket for really any of these guys. Lamar. Lamar going against golf teams in the finals. We'll think about the DFS of it all. Uh, to quote some recent streams from Eric Bime for over at Spike Week, our pal Neil Lorfield as well did one or was on the one that I'm talking about here, talking about DFS principles. You know, a lot of times here, you know, we have a Monra, we have Laporta. Have to assume we're going to be going against a lot of golf teams late. Doesn't mean I can't take golf late, but if I want to have a QB who can beat golf by like 30 points for being real about it, uh, I would say Lamar is that guy. So that's my game theory there. A little bit tough, obviously, because I don't know that we'll. I guess we should have a shot to get a stack, but uh, Mark Andrews wouldn't make sense with Lamar in this build. But elite QB at 41, we'll take it. And again, good shot. This draft doesn't even happen. So, <laughs> so I'm fine either way. I'm still going to try to build a good team. And now we all wait with breathless anticipation to see what Mark does to the two hole. Is he going to do something that makes this draft more credible? Uh, because, you know, you reach for one pick, it's fine. You reach for Mahomes at two, it's fine. Uh, you, you start going crazy here. All right, Kittle at 47. That's reasonable. Mark turned the corner here. Zay Flowers goes to Poophead. Poophead is now 
taken two of the players I would have liked, Malik Neighbors and Zay Flowers. I was hoping we could maybe push Zay Flowers back to me with that Lamar pick, but no such luck. No such luck. Oh, Poophead also took Mark Andrews. Good. He's getting the, the Baltimore stack without the Baltimore. So, all right. Fair enough. What are we going to do? I mean, look, if you're drafting off rankings, like it seems like Mark is, that's fine. You know, you <laughs> oh, Matthew Stafford at 50. <laughs> His rankings are really aggressive on Matthew Stafford, which makes sense. You know, Cooper Cup goes highly. Puka Nakua obviously goes very highly as well. Going to 10 here. Sometimes it goes at eight. So you got to take Matthew Stafford at 50. If those guys are good enough to create production, for top 40 and top 10. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. I don't know, Brian. I don't think it's over. <laughs> Nothing's over till it's over, guys. I believe, I believe we can keep this draft alive. At this point, like, I just want to see, like, what's Mark going to do? Uh, and let's let's talk about why Mark's draft. Like, even if you were to take it at face value, why it's still not a good draft. So, like, Patrick Mahomes going at two. So, number one, you're taking him 30 spots of 80, 80, ahead of ADP. So, right away, you're competing against all the Mahomes teams that got him in the 30s, let ones that got him in the 40s. Uh, maybe some weird rooms allowed him to go to the 50s. You just don't know. Um, so, that's the bad part of that. The other part of it would be that then he took Stafford at 50. So, if we're saying that even Mahomes throws for 7,000 yards and pays off the number two pick, he's still, you know, going to have a hard time, I think, uh, paying off with Matthew Stafford, also having a top 50 ADP. So uh, that's really the main reason there. We have Lamar, we have Amonra, we have Harrison. We need their receiver. I think Romo Dunze, if he's going to run a 4-3-4, <laughs> it's funny. I really don't, like you guys know, I, I'm not crazy about Romo Dunze. I actually tried to watch some more uh, game film of him and it wasn't a good game uh, on, on the Coach Cuts YouTube. Uh, but then I went back to watch some highlights of him because I was like, all right, this isn't great. Like, I'm not seeing enough of Dunze doing the things that he's supposedly good at. I watched the highlights again. And I'm just like, I'm not into him. And then I looked up his 40 time and it's like, people are saying he ran a 4-3-4 last summer. And it's like, I just don't know how it's possible. And he's also like a fucking Rappaport has him ranked higher than Malik Neighbors and also higher than, obviously higher than Troy Franklin, which is fine. I expect that at this point. But I just like, I feel like I'm missing something with Odunze. I keep taking him in drafts because I think the ADP is reasonable enough, um, especially if he does test well at the combine and he's the only one competing and running there. Um, I think that's a good thing for him. But I think for Romo Dunze, man, I just like uh, everybody's into him and I I think he just got a lot of air yards. I think he's uh, an elevated version of Tez Walker. I think he's still decent, but yeah, like if he goes somewhere that they're not feeding you the ball downfield as aggressively, what are you going to do? I just don't know that he's the same player. Uh, but we will see. They throw this draft, that'll be my third. Well, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? We're still drafting like it's happening, guys. If, if everybody else in the room is going to panic about this and go, oh, Mark M's going to get the room thrown out, I'm just going to seize all the value by taking it extra seriously. That's what we're going to do. Also, did look up the Calvin Ridley thing. So it's not if they franchise tag him, the pick goes up or down. Um, it's that if they sign him in this current league year, uh, they have to pay a second rounder. If they wait until after the new league year, then they can uh, sign him for a third rounder or only giving up a third rounder. So that's the thing with uh, Ridley that doesn't matter anyway because we're not picking him. Uh, Derrick Henry on the board could be an okay first running back to take, but I think this is a JSN. I like JSN enough here. Uh, feels to me just based off of how people are talking about it in the media on social media. Um, obviously people that know stuff, not just random people. Uh, when I say social media, I mean like accounts that I follow that I hold in some weight, uh, feels like Tyler Lockett, maybe not coming back. And if the, he does come back, the expectations that JSN probably passes him up. Uh, so I think I'm okay playing that outcome a little bit more. Don't want to see JSN steam up, which I do think he would probably come up another 10 picks. Um, if Lockett was for sure gone in free agency or somehow retired, I don't think he will. Um, but I think for JSN, I'm okay with him mid sixties right now. Young supple wide receiver. And that's true. Uh, and actually you have to read the team out loud and see what we're doing. Oh yeah. Mark coming up, but I'll read my team before Mark goes Lamar at QB, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Marvin Harrison, Romo Dunze, JSN at wide receiver and Sam Laporte at tight end. I like this room. I like this room. Now let's see what Mark does. Mark takes Joe Flacco, <laughs> pick 71. Justice Hill. Oh, we are not. This is not. He's not helping us out. He's really not helping us out. 
a less legendary upsides rankings got a big, big change that I wasn't aware of. I think this is not, this is not doing great. What are, like, what are his bets? They don't even make sense. Like, what is, what is he trying to achieve here? Justin Watson up next, maybe? Noah Gray, perhaps? Oh, boy. Just go, Poophead. Poophead, you're wasting our time. Does Mark think it's a playoff contest? Maybe, look. Be a pretty good playoff basketball team. Literally just clicking names. I think he's got a rhyme and reason. And again, you know, who are we to throw a draft out? Who are we to throw out a fun draft where I had some okay values? And really nothing that special. Seems like he's timing out too. Oh, Tyler Boyd. Ah, Tyler Boyd. I mean, here's the thing. If Tyler Boyd moves in free agency to a spot, it's really going to pay off. I think that pick 74 could look like a discount. <laughs> oh, you know, and Ty J Spears, you know, two guys that could be on Tennessee. Most recent rumors we've talked about a uh, Tyler Boyd going to Tennessee being the slot guy in this uh, imported offense that Brian Callahan will be bringing over. Uh, that's Tyler Boyd range. So yeah, sure. You could say, oh, he's a pick 200 guy, pick 190 guy. I see him going to pick 74 and I, I just look at the positives. I think the glass is half full for Tyler Boyd. Can we all just hit auto pick and start again? Well, again, what if the draft doesn't get thrown out? <laughs> it's, uh, I hope his next pick is Blake Corum. Even he knows, even Mark in the two hole knows that Blake Corum should not go this early. All right, we're on the clock here. I mean, George Pickens still just lurking around here. Just a lumen. Nobody wants the Arthur Smith. All right. Nobody wants Arthur Smith, guys. I'll take Arthur Smith, guys. George Pickens, come on down. Wide receiver five, George Pickett's going to be running a lot more dig routes this year, which, yeah, that's what you want when you have a guy who flashes some, the contested catch ability of Randy Moss. I don't, I know compare everybody to Randy Moss. I just love Randy Moss. <laughs> uh, the contested catch ability of Randy Moss. You know, you want him running some five yard ends. That's what you want him doing. Uh, Crypto Pooper wanted ASN, uh, JSN. Wait, Crypto Pooper, are you poop head? Are we just assuming that poop is your brand everywhere? I'm unclear. But please confirm. I have to assume if you put poop in your username, you're probably not stopping at one. What's <laughs> once you poop, you can't stoop. That's what, that's what they say. Would have been ironic if this is Spag's perfect rookie draft. No, no, no. Poophead took Brock Bowers, so we are not live. I guess Senate though. Senate actually getting some uh, people uh, saying he might be a second round pick. I've been seeing so uh, Senate actually. I should have. I should be taking Senate more. He might be a guy that actually does matter. And actually, Texans fans apparently caping for uh, Ben Sinnott a little bit, which would be tremendous for him. Anybody who gets that a Texans run out, whether you're Roman Wilson getting wide receiver four run, whether you're Brock Bowers being the tight end one, if you're somebody coming in at running back, maybe, whoever gets that Houston Texans bump, be very stoked to have. I am a dog. Okay. <laughs> What's what's going on, man? <laughs> All right. On the clock here, 1051. Tony Pollard not likely to go back to Dallas, it seems. James Connor likely to go back to Arizona. Thinking a good situation. But Pollard, does Pollard get an upgrade? I feel like Pollard would probably have the least of a tie to demanding a big contract out of all these guys. I'm gonna go Pollard here. What if Pollard becomes a Ravens back? If Pollard became, you know, got signed by the Ravens for eight mil, maybe I, I feel like he would come up 20 spots in ADP. So I'll take that bet. I think Derrick Henry going to the Ravens feels about right. They've always had a penchant for the aged running backs. You know, we, they brought in Le'Veon Bell. They brought in Melvin Gordon. They like, I feel like that's just been a thing for them for years. Uh, they brought in Deont Deonta Foreman or Deonta Foreman, Devontae Foreman. That's it. Uh, the other Foreman, uh, like they, they've brought in all these guys in the past that like, um, I don't know, or Freeman. What the, what the fuck is that guy's name? The guy was on the Falcons, Devontae Freeman, right? Not Foreman. Um, but yeah, I think like they've just had this love affair with old running backs that it, it just them getting Derrick Henry would be like, you've been, this is the one we've been waiting for. <laughs> it's like, we finally got the big gun of the last 10 years. We can run him out there and, and he'd probably be better than Gus Edwards. So Derrick Henry, I think 
probably perfectly priced. But Tony Pollard would be more of like a, a Justice Hilly type. I guess the issue is that you know they already have Justice Hill under contract. He's the only one they have under contract besides uh, ACL tear. Keaton Mitchell is probably not going to be back to like November. Uh, one news item, by the way, that uh, did come out with Jonathan Brooks. Uh, apparently, the ACL recovery saying that he'll be back by training camp. I would still downgrade that a little bit. Uh, fucking poophead just taking Brock Bowers and Troy Franklin, taking my boys. Um, I guess I wasn't going to take a wide receiver anyway, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, apparently his recovery, he they're saying he'll be back in time for training camp. I would still downgrade him a little bit. Um, I'm okay taking him at ADP now because I think the positive news is going to drive him up. And he is probably the best running back in the class if he had not had that ACL tear. Uh, Buck Irving, if he weren't small, would be better. But I think that uh, Jonathan Brooks willing to take him in the 130s again now uh, that he is at least on track to be at practice and probably not be full go, I would think, in July. But he'll be at training camp, so that's a positive. That is true. Ready for training camp can mean working on the side field, do individual drills, rehabs, doesn't mean contact. Again, he's going to have the same thing that Kendra Miller had. Like he's going to have to be swimming uphill a little bit where you are. Uh, you have to show something there. But the hope is that I think, you know, them putting that out now feels like a thing where you're trying to get the cosign on somebody drafting him because he's going to be okay, like early enough. So if he gets the draft capital because there's now a confidence that he'll be able to be there getting, you know, being a part of the system install in July. I think that that does affect his his outcome a little bit more. But I agree that like he's still, you know, the recovery is going to be tough, even though him being on the younger side makes the ACL recovery more likely than not. But he's a good enough running back that like if he were, if he were Braylon Allen, I'd go, all right, it doesn't really matter. I still don't like him that much um, unless he's like cheap. Uh, for where, his, where he is with his talent level, he's the best pass catcher in the class, probably the best overall back in the class. All right. What did Mark what did Mark do? Mark did logical things. What happened here? He took James Conner and Brian Robinson. What is what is going on? Is this a collusion draft? Is he like colluding for somebody here? I don't get it. I don't get what's going on. I don't get <laughs> why is Mark doing this? Mark's just throwing me for a loop. Uh Javante Williams, I think a nice running back pick at this range. Talked about him enough, but uh really uh, the touch volume saw a tweet about his projections basically off this back half of last year. And he would have been the number three overall back in terms of volume if he had just played from week nine on. Uh so Javante, I think a lot of people are in a Julio McLaughlin. I still think Javante for the workload he had, for the fact that I don't think Sean Payton's gonna meaningfully change it up that much barring injury. I think Javante, uh very solid pick at this range, going to pick 104. Shout out to all you guys who were watching live right after the fact. Subscribe down below yesterday. Uh, Pete crushed us in the view count, but the good news is we got five days of drafts here. So Pete can crush me on one day as long as we get back on track today. So subscribe here, hit that like button. Of course, drafts every day, Monday to Friday at 11 a.m. And of course, uh, promo code SPLASH on Underdog will get your deposit mashed up to 100 bucks. And if you are a new sign-up, you also get a mystery pick them with that. So check it out for yourself at underdog and, and go be a part of some drafts like this one that nobody did anything wrong. Nobody did anything that should get the draft thrown out. Uh, <laughs> it's the kind of fun you can have an underdog uh, with that promo code splash sploosh sploosh. Woo. Should, I should have a day where I just throw the football around and don't even talk. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where you're doing drafts every day. It starts to feel, you know, like the, the clocking and everyday parts like a job. And just one day I'm going to want to call it sick for my job. I'm just going to sit here and throw the football in the air leisurely. Um, all right. So we got, what, what is an outcome that we can hit here? Sutton would correlate for our Denver stuff, but don't really want another receiver. I'm just going to go up and get Jaden Daniels. I know Caleb Williams is going to have the higher draft capital, but I am team Jaden Daniels. And I think the concept of a Lamar Jaden Daniels team is very fun. And I'm going to assume that somehow Jaden Daniels teams up with Marvin Harrison and Romo Dunze, how that could happen. I haven't thought it through that far, <laughs> but I think, but wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be really cool? So that's where we're going to play here. Let me guest host. I will never have anybody else. <laughs> Hosting on the show now. If there ever were anybody who I would like guess us, it would be Tyler. But I just like I feel like this is a tough part of Splash Play right now. Is like I, I don't think the channel's like worth trying to have more people on and stuff because like I'm not getting enough views like by myself. If it gets to a point where I'm getting enough views, then it's like you spin off and you get more people on. But I got to get to a point where it's like 5K views a video, and then it's like oh cool, we have Spags and friends here on Splash Play. For now, it's just me cursing into the abyss and on and, <laughs> and throwing a football in the air. Anyway, Jane Daniels. 
obviously Caleb Williams, not going to nickel and dime you taking him wherever you want to go. Um, for Jaden Daniels, though, I think that the rushing upside being there again, 10 rushes a game in college, uh, did not go into business for himself here. Like Drake may did where Drake may ran a lot the year before last, then came down to five rushes per game this past year. You know why? Cause he's playing for this draft pick. Uh, Jaden Daniels played for the beauty of football. He played to be Wiley Coyote smashing into a brick wall. And that is why I love Jaden Daniels, even though, uh, Playing that way, like we saw with AR, Jay Daniels is not as big as AR. I think does avoid contact a little bit more so, very slippery. Uh, I think I would compare him the most to a Jalen Hurts-style runner where he's not huge but does get good push, does seem to avoid contact a lot. But there are some plays where he does get pasted <laughs> pretty well. Um, so that's the thing with Jay Daniels. But look, Caleb, Jay Daniels, Drake May, I think all perfectly credible at their ADPs. And I would say that uh, Jay Daniels is fun. Eight months of squirt. What a wet and wild ride it's been. I can't believe it's been eight months. Time flies. Legitimately, time flies when you are having fun and when you're talking football every day. But glad to see Tyler, leader of the squirt squad. So that means all of the, I think Tyler is one of the first signups. I think it was him. It was him and Ross in some order uh, amongst our two guys, Robert Griffin III. Uh, so you guys have all been eight-month members. So kudos to you. Shout out to our, our long-term members here who've now uh, contributed greatly to the community. I was going to do the math on it, but I don't, I don't know that I <laughs> I don't know that I want to do the math on it. A draft with a room full of idiots guaranteed for at least 2K views. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I hope so. I'll change the title. I'll give it a shot. I'll change the title here. I think the combine stuff is most interesting to me right now, but in terms of views, I don't know. I probably need to... It's hard to come up with thumbnails and titles every day is what I've realized. It's the hardest part of doing these drafts is like, uh, you have to change something. I got to talk about something here. It's easy when it's zero RB Fridays, uh, but on, you know, Regular old Monday, regular old Tuesday. Got to make it fun. Robert Griffin, the turd just made me laugh out loud. It's a great username. I think one of the best that we have in chat. A collusion draft. Maybe I could put a collusion draft. I mean, look, I just don't get what the collusion's getting here. So now he's like back at normal ADP. So like, what was he doing here? Like why, why Jahan Dotson at 26? Why Matthew Stafford at 50? Like what, like why Justice Hill at 71? What did this open up? <laughs> Like if it's collusion, I just don't understand the collusion, but I also am not a colluder. So maybe that's the big issue. I don't have collusion brain. I have okay, decently stacked draft brain. All right, Lamar, Jaden Daniels. We need some running backs in here. Feels like by the days of Mir White getting more likely to get a shot to be the Raiders running back. And as I did see on Peach Stream, apparently uh, Zamir White now yoked. So if he's going to be yoked, I'm going to be dipping him, zipping some toast in him, you know? <laughs> That's what I always say about running back fitness reports. If this guy's going to be yoked, let me dip it in there. <laughs> let me get it on my bread. Figure if anybody's going to laugh at that, it is Tyler. Hear me out. We enter $20 of teams. We light $10 of it on fire and make the other teams slightly better. Yeah, that could be the strategy. Like collusion, nobody ever said that like collusion people are all geniuses. It can't all be counting cards. It can't all be Kevin Spacey before he got canceled. Uh, you know, there's got to be some people that, that just collude like idiots and we could be it. 24% Zamir right now. That's a lot of Zamir. I mean, look, it's still very likely they bring in somebody else to upset that backfield, but, you know, Zamir's going to get a shot. Did play with Pierce last year. Uh, new offensive coordinator does, again, make it like a fluid position where somebody can come in, usurp him. And, again, there's enough free agents floating around there that, let's say, Saquon doesn't go back to the Giants. And I kind of think he's going to go back to the Giants. Uh, but let's say Saquon doesn't go back to the Giants. You know, he, he doesn't get the other jobs that are out there. Chargers don't have money. Uh, maybe he goes to the Raiders for a little bit less money, but still some. The team that really controls like the whole the whole board is going to be the Texans, though, because if they really want to splurge on a running back, they can. But obviously, that's not the most plus EV move, and I think that front office should be smart enough to know that. So uh, we'll see. But they have so much cap room that they could pay one of these guys, you know, thirteen mil, and they could pay him what Jonathan Taylor got, and could start, you know, maybe teams thinking that's what you have to pay for the top tier of those guys. But I would rather get. I think they could probably get like an Eckler, like Houston get an Eckler for. Eight, maybe eight for two, you know, 16 for two years. Um, two, three, five, one here. Need more running backs. As we all know, since that one fateful day, Blake Corum fully dead to me. Uh, we are going to go with Kendra Miller here. 
to our be our fourth running back team so far. Lamar and Jane Daniels, a QB, very fun QB room. Tony Pollard, Javante Williams, Zamir White, Kendra Miller, running back. I like the texture and different ADPs here. Think for a zero RB team. This one is upside to move upwardly over the next few months. Monroe, St. Brown, Marvin Harrison, Romo, Dunze, JSN, George Pickens, and Sam Laporta. Like the JSN and Pickens, we're, we're hoping these guys get better, both young enough they can improve. But obviously Pickens, you know, the offense, some concerns to Arthur Smith running things there. And for JSN, I think it's going to be an upgrade for him. I think it'll be a more progressive offense. Uh, and I think, too, again, the, the bailout of Lockett not being there could be really huge for him. It sounds like it's always sunny characters trying to cheat best ball. We'll see what old, what old Charlie Mark does here in the two hole with this next pick. He's a wild card. He's a wild card. Why the pick and slide? I think in some rooms, people just don't want pickings because of the Arthur Smith of it all, but happy to take him there. I think eventually that's where he's going to go. If I had to guess, because Deontay right now being in the nineties, one hundreds, um, I would think that Pickens should probably be in the late seventies, early eighties. Uh, but you know, like, I, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's how you should price it, but with what, you know, with what uh, happened last year for Arthur Smith and Atlanta, I get why people are reluctant to go back to any offense he's got a hand in. Um, also, uh, did play the, actually I have to point out. So yesterday I had a really good bunch of lineups in NBA, uh, which I great on draftings, by the way, if you haven't played NBA DFS for a while, but you do enjoy it. Like I do uh, a lot of $4 tournaments, including it on Friday, another $4, 150 max one uh, with a 100 K on top. So, well, who the fuck is Jared Wiley? He's taking, he's taking Mega Man villains. In the 12th. Uh, we're back to getting Mark's getting us thrown out again. He was doing so well, but I have not seen Jared Wiley get drafted once. I don't, I haven't seen that name. He's got a 240 ADP and a zero projection. So that's not going well. I was trying to plug and I, I can't plug when Mark's drafting because shit's just flying against the wall. And none of it's going to stick. The shit's just on the wall, streaming down like the blood and the shining. Demarcus Robinson had picked one for, and you can make the case. He did resign with the Rams for another year. So uh, probably going to be their wide receiver three for another year. So maybe a little bit undervalued. And he does correlate Demarcus Robinson with his pick of Matthew Stafford at number 50. So, all right, Mark game recognized game. But anyway, uh, stochastic. So uh, NBA DFS, $4 tournaments, a lot of fun. Played yesterday, had a lot of good lineups. Jaron Jackson did not help me out, though, on a, some of my best ones that would have been a little more contrarian. But Greg Ehrenberg, our pal, has actually been on Splashman before, I think a couple times. Um, he won, uh, won 62K yesterday, 63K. Uh, so shout out to him. Uh, but again, he's just a uh, stochastic Sims and uh, definitely using him more than the average bear, but has had a lot of great results this year with the NBA for himself. So check it out. Promo code Splash on Stochastic, get 15% off. And uh, use the promo code SPLASH on there. Any package as well. NASCAR, PGA, um, they're all Sims package. It all gets 15% off with the promo code SPLASH or the link in the description. Uh, Bucky Irving is still here, and I'm very cool with that. Bucky Irving, my favorite rookie running back, who is not Audric Estime. And, and again, I do think Brooks is a little bit better because he's going to have more size. But I think Bucky Irving, to me, the shiftiness, the ability to create value in the uh, receiving game as well. I think these are things that are going to bode well for, for Bucky Irving. And really the comp for him is Jameer Gibbs. A little bit small, you know, his uh, tract, his program, height and weight, it's like 5'10", 195. So he's probably going to have a hard time being a true 200 at the combine. But if he is, and if he keeps the same speed, like he is really uh, an electric running back. And I think, um, I like Estime. Estime is the kind of violent runner that I like the most in football. Irving, the most electric running back in the draft. D-Rob before round 14. What a gigabrain. Look, it's honestly, it's not a bad pick. Like if Quentin Johnson's going 147 and he, you know, one of his outcomes is being the wide receiver three again for the Chargers with Keenan Allen and at the very least Josh Palmer ahead of him. Uh, probably Mike Williams going to be a cut candidate uh, this year. So like Robinson going 146, probably one of the more justifiable picks he could make. Jared Wiley at pick 143, not so much. Uh, when, when Dalton Schultz is here, who's probably going to get a decent free agency outcome, Michael Mayer, a year two guy, Jared Wiley, again, Dr. Wiley from Mega Man. <laughs> That's all I can think of. My off on Trey Benson, not off, uh, just the price has to be right for him. Um, I, I think to me, I think he should be behind Bucky Irving and Audrey Gestime. Um, Benson to me, uh, people like FSU, FSU to me, based on the reactions of all the stuff I see, I feel like Michigan and FSU are two of the teams that people really 
get behind because they saw some of the games on you know throughout the course of a year, or they're just a fan of the schools and they go like, ah, this this guy's gonna be perfect in the NFL. And and I, I think Benson he did not add value really. I think it was just part of an offense that uh, that got okay results. Uh, okay, two five five one. We can go back to wide receiver. Not big on Michael Wilson or Adam Thielen. I'm okay with Wandale here. Could also just take Isaiah Likely, get some more balls, more correlation. So let's do that. Tight end two. And honestly, well, we'll see what we get on the way back. Don't think I'm missing a whole lot by passing up wide receiver there, but it could get a lot worse. I don't know if this is the phrasing I'd want to use. I'm a violent runner between the sheets. I think, I think that's still, that sounds uh, unpleasant in a way that I would not support. Uh, so team so far, should give it a good old fashioned read here. Lamar Jackson, and we'll see what Mark picks. How more? How much more can he get the draft thrown out? We'll find out. Lamar Jackson, Jaden Daniels, Tony Pollard, Javante Williams, Amir White, Kendra Miller, Bucky Irving, Amon Ross St. Brown, Marvin Harrison, Romo Dunze, uh, JSN, George Pickens, Sam Laporta, Isaiah Likely. Like if Harrison and Odunze are good picks at ADP, I think this team hits. If it does, if they're not, and especially if Odunze is not, uh, then it'll be tough. But they both need... They both need the draft capital, which we expect them both to have, but need the, the right landing spot as well. And I, I worry about that more for Odunze. A lot of linking him to the Giants, which I don't think would be great. So Giants, target concentration, not there for anybody. And Odunze is already not like a high target earner. Had the lowest target per out run out of him, Malik Neighbors, MHJ, uh, Troy Franklin, of course, who I talk about a lot. <laughs> the only violent runs I have are on the toilet. <laughs> There you go. Everybody getting their, their violent diarrhea jokes going. Will Levis goes to Poophead. Zach Evans goes to Mark. I mean, look, Zach Evans, people draft Ronnie Rivers. Odell at 170, not the most logical. Odell, I think a free agent again, right? Because that was a one-year deal. Make sure about that. No, they have him under contract for one more year. He wasn't awful. <laughs> for, like, I, uh, you know, I now I'm in the spot of the draft. I'm just like, yeah, this guy, Mark, look, he's got a few takes that could hit. I think the Marcus Robinson one, not bad. Odell uh, would have made sense for me, I guess. You know, he's sniping me here. I should be mad about losing out on Odell. But, uh, but I'm okay, like, with Odell as a concept at pick 170. He had, like, a couple spike weeks. I uh, really wanted Wandale to fall back to me. He does not. No correlation here now. I think Malachi Corley a little bit undervalued. I think he will be a, that will be a combine winner, but I do think he's going to be a mock draft winner over the next few weeks. So Malachi Corley will be our wide receiver six here. And again, better on PPR sites, but still a guy that should be able to get some you know, quality yards after the catch. And that's really the main thing here. And a lot of people too uh, think it was, uh, I think it was a uh, Rappaport in his top 50 prospects. Malachi Corley is like, he's going to be a day one starter out of the slot. You know, it's hard to pass up Corley, I think, having a role. And he was a gigantic target earner at Western Kentucky. It's just that he was at Western Kentucky and he only got an air, uh, about like five air yards per target. So uh, not a downfield guy, very much a dink and dunk kind of guy, but should be able to get out there. They can cut slash void OBJ, though he's essentially a free agent last I read. Uh, they did re-sign Aguilar, yeah. Um, and Bateman expected to be back. And obviously Zay going to be there as well. So I don't know. It kind of feels like a team that should try to bring in one more body at wide receiver, but I could see them running it back. Like, just given who Baltimore is, I don't think it'd be a shocker if they run it back there and make an addition at running back, and that's how they justify, like, oh, we're going to be a lot better. And, and obviously, you know, the usual improvements around the fringes of defense and lines. No matter what the Ravens do wide receiver, they'll always end up starting Aguilar and Devin DuVernay. Yeah, I mean, they are very target agnostic, but Zay Flowers, you know, had the best, I think, opportunity to break out of that, uh, you know, out of anybody they've had in a while. Grab Corley in a draft last night, probably slightly undervalued worth mixing in. Yeah, I think Corley's fine. Again, I, like on DraftKings, I think there's a little more utility because I could imagine him being, you know, seven catch guy from day one. It's just seven catches for 35 yards. What does that do for you? On underdog, not a whole lot. On DraftKings, that could kind of make your roster. Uh, such he punches in a touchdown with that. But there's potential maybe for him to do more. 
Adam Thielen floating around this late. <laughs> I got somebody's just got to take him, right? Like we just got to just got to do it. Mims is a more fun pick. This is th- this is 30 33 spots after ADP. I got to take him. Adam Thielen, come on down. There's not a lot of ways I'm going to take Adam Thielen, but you know, maybe he'll give me a good first six games again <laughs> before going off into the abyss. And I do think that Carolina is going to be a better team with Dave Canales calling the plays. Like, I think he's going to get the most out of Bryce Young, whatever that means. You know, I think they're also going to upgrade wide receiver, maybe tight end. As I've talked about a lot here, Brock Bowers to Carolina would make a lot of sense to me. Uh, but, you know, Thielen in a better offense without a Mike Evans, you know, and a Dave Canales offense, maybe he can get there. Maybe. Every time I see Adam Thielen on the board, he's 50 picks past ADP. Yeah, and nobody really wants to take Adam Thielen, even though, again, really great start to last year. So maybe he can do that again. I'd be perfectly happy. If you have Adam Thielen, you take him at pick 185, and he gives you four weeks and then completely goes to shit, I'd be like, all right, well, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? And then for the rest of the year, too, you have that hope that, like, well, he was really great those first four weeks. Like, he's going to have one more spike week, and then you just get, you know, you keep losing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it would still be a fun journey. So I'm all right with him here at this point. Not a lot of tangible ceilings figured out of the colluder is. Yeah. This has been my big ploy is like, I'm going to do it on stream. The most daring place to collude. And I'm also going to do it. So I can get Adam Thielen 30 picks <laughs> after ADP. Ooh, my big scheme. It's <laughs> finally paying off. That's my evil mustache play. Hmm. Fucking Mark takes Rashad Bateman too. I just cannot. My my one man stack of Lamar Jackson is really <laughs> the only thing I got here. Unbelievable. JJ McCarthy goes pick one ninety three to Poophead. Sure. Your namesake. You, you honestly, Adam, you have as good of a shot as getting drafted at ADP as Adam Thielen does. It seems. Justin Watson goes to Mark here. I mean, finally completing that Patrick Mahomes stack. So he's got the Mahomes Pacheco. It's a Justin Watson stack. He's locked down the backup, at least the third string backup <laughs> to Kyron Williams. Um, I don't mind the James Conner pick. Uh, Tyler Boyd would be better. A hundred picks later. Justin Sale, same thing. Matthew Stafford, same thing. George Kittle, same thing. <laughs> George Kittle, you probably have to take 10 picks later, 20 picks later. But this guy, Mark, he's turning it around. Again, if I were underdog, I wouldn't throw that draft out. I'd go, hey, look at the unique texture here. People have learned that you have to get unique. You know, DFS, DFS concepts in best ball. And uh, he's getting some low-owned plays. You talk about a player, someone else picks him. You talk bad about who picks him. You goofy, had fun. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Crypto Pooper. <laughs> Um, 2572 again don't hate Malik Washington I uh, think he's an okay pick at this range high target command guy uh, much like Malachi Corley Gus Edwards a free agent who could land somewhere We've got this little bet on Carolina and I do think Miles Sanders could benefit from a new coaching staff potentially don't think it's most likely to be clear I'm not caping for Miles Sanders but pick 200 for Miles Sanders given that he has a contract of some note with Carolina and, you know, he's going to be there, new coaches. Ambiguous, you know, backfields can really arise every time there's a new coaching staff. It's always the thing I say here, an important part to keep in mind. So everybody assumes Shuba Hubbard's going to be the guy. He was the guy for the last coaching staff. He might not be for this one. Congrats to the winner of BBM5, Poophead. Yeah, (laughs) thank God. Your guy Farid, I think, uh, was doing all the media run for a while, and then just he's realized, oh, I got enough money. I don't, maybe I don't need to do this. <laughs> it seems to be the thing. Uh, so they're not getting the full mileage like they did out of Pat last year, unfortunately. So poopy heads, poopy head slash poop head is going to have to carry the the brunt of things moving forward. Not not poopy head to be clear. Poopy head would be juvenile. Poop head is the more mature name. My father is Mister Poophead. Please call me Poophead. Uh, and then your child would be poopy head. 
for the audio listeners, Tyler's talking about assessies again. Yes, for the audio listeners, by the way, there is now an audio feed. I've been uploading every single episode on the Splash Play podcast feed. I've been seeing some people starting to download it a little bit more. So uh, check it out for yourself, of course, on iTunes slash, I don't is it still iTunes? <laughs> Apple Podcasts, that's it. Check it out on Apple Podcasts. Antonio Gibson, we're just hoping for an okay outcome in a free agency. Don't think it's the most likely, but he's an available guy who's going to ask for a lot less money. The issue, though, for the Antonio Gibson class of free agent running back is, you know, you do have Saquon, you do have Josh Jacobs, you do have Derrick Henry, you do have Tony Pollard. I mean, Antonio Gibson is going to be a much lower priority. That said, you know, it could be kind of like we saw last year where some guys take slightly cheaper deals and then it's like you kind of the musical chairs doesn't work out for guys like Fournette, like Zeke, like Kareem Hunt. So that would be the hope for a Gibson, I suppose. And I know people have always wanted Gibson to be like the pass catching back in Miami. I don't know. Uh, he's never really been that great of a pass catcher. Like I think people think he is because he gets targets, but it, like efficiency wise, uh, let me make sure that's correct this past year. But I know in the past he was not the most efficient there. Yeah, negative 0.13 EPA per rush for Antonio Gibson, negative 0.04 EPA per pass. So he was not a plus EPA receiver. Um, of course, EPA expected points added metric that I've mentioned for the first time today. So if you've been playing the drinking game at home, uh, you are unfortunately very sober, uh, but expected points added tells you how much above average a player contributes or doesn't contribute, how much more a defense allows, doesn't allow, et cetera. 28 likes. Yes, please keep hitting that like button guys. Help me get ahead of that algorithm here. Help me get ahead of our one guy who, uh, took the president's day Friday off. <laughs> then otherwise just keeps going back to the same accounts and downvoting. Just help a brother out. I don't like dealing with crazy. You know, I just like showing up here, doing drafts every Monday to Friday, 11 a.m. Having a time talking football, talking football in February. Jacob Cowing, Andre Yoshevis. Again, these picks by Mark here. He stacked up as Matthew Stafford. I just don't think we should throw out Mark's draft. I don't know that mine ended up being anything special besides obviously the tremendous discount that we got in Adam Thielen. Uh, but his draft ended up being perfectly logical besides, again, uh, Jahan Dotson at pick 26, uh, Patrick Mahomes at pick two, Stafford at pick 50, Justice Hill at pick 71, uh, Tyler Boyd at pick 74, Jared Wiley at pick 143, uh, Zach Evans pick 167, uh, uh, even Demarcus Robinson at pick 146, but that was defensible. So yeah, Mark has maybe made a mistake slash possibly colluded <laughs> for eight picks. Uh, but that doesn't mean the draft to get thrown out. Not when I have an okay team. Why would that happen? But I'll keep you guys updated here on Splash Play. When this draft gets thrown out, you'll know. <laughs> and we'll keep account of how many drafts I get thrown out over the course of this uh, summer of streaming everything. Rather, year. All right. 2772. I mean, we got this bet on Adam Thielen and we got this bet on Miles Sanders. So why, why would we not go to a three QB build? I mean, could you imagine how many weeks that Bryce Young is going to outscore Jaden Daniels, the elite rushing elite throwing prospect that I've compared to a combination of CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson in terms of what both did coming into the, into the league in, uh, from college and Lamar Jackson, the MVP of the league. <laughs> Bryce Young is going to make this seem very often. I am sure. But 30 picks after ADP, ow-woo, ow-woo, value hound. I don't know if Pete's going to bring that bit back this year. Maybe I get to cycle it in because Pete's leaving it. <laughs> I know Pete's going to have all sorts of new bits. So then value hound gets passed down to me like a goodwill. He is simply living little. He's living simply. <laughs> He's living as a simple man, I think. Got a draft against this one doesn't count. Jeff thinks this one gets kept. I hope so. But no, one draft a day here. Whether it gets thrown out or not, I don't know what to tell you. Eventually, though, we're going to do some marathon Mondays. That's that's one of the things I would like to do. Because so marathon's good, good for the viewership. People cycle in, and you get to watch me slowly go insane on stream, which, uh, you know, I appreciate the art of. Guarantee he'll outscore Lamar Jackson and Jane on their bye weeks. Yeah. I mean, he's got a shot. He's also got a shot to somehow not outscore them. <laughs> And put up negative two. Uh, that is in Bryce Young's bag. Ben Zin uh, Ben Sinnott goes to AZ Mountain Man, of course, uh, as we always talk about here. Uh, like Poop had mentioned earlier, people come in, take my guys, and I go, all right, well, fuck you for taking my guys. And that's that's basically how it is on Splash Play. Uh, 3772 
really could take any position here. Of course, there's really not anybody good left. I don't really like Thrash. I think I'm going to keep going with my late flyer on Taj Washington thing. Just think he's a fun player as a concept, even if he's not going to actually end up getting draft capital or the routes to pay off. Uh, team, though, final team here. QB, Lamar Jackson, Jaden Daniels, Bryce Young, Tony Pollard, Javante Williams, Zamir White, Kendra Miller, Bucky Irving, Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson at running back. A fun, loaded RB room here in Zero RB Town. Amon Ross, St. Brown, Marvin Harrison Jr., Romo Dunze, JSN, George Pickens, Malachi Corley, Adam Thielen, and Taj Washington. Uh, fun rookies in here, I think. A short guy who catches short balls, short guy who catches deep balls. <laughs> fun mix of that uh, at wide receiver. Tight end, Sam Laporte, Isaiah Likely. We took Laporta so highly here um, that I think it didn't make sense. Didn't get Jared Goff, but we have a bunch of QBs who should outscore Jared Goff, so I do like those kind of bets where you know the ceiling isn't necessarily that high for a QB. Take some other ones. Obviously, the downside would be like if Lamar gets hurt or whatever, and then Goff stack goes off. Uh, then we're fucked, but still okay with it. And then Mark's final team will read this one as well. Uh, oh, he takes CEH in round 20. Mark's final team. Gotta label my ones from yesterday. All right, where is this guy? Let's see, if did he actually make a good team or a bad team? Where the fuck are you, Mark? <laughs> okay, Patrick Mahomes at number two. Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford at QB. Isaiah Pacheco, Justice Hill, James Conner, Brian Robinson, Zach Evans, and CEH at running back. Uh, this is like not a weird running back room. It's just the ADPs he took him at. Uh, 150 spots <laughs> ahead, maybe not the best. Jahan Dotson, his first wide receiver off the board. Uh, not 100 picks before ADP, so that's a positive. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 120 picks before ADP, his wide receiver too. Keon Coleman, who honestly is as good as these guys. Uh, he's there. Demarcus Robinson, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, Justin Watson, Tutu Atwell, and Jacob Cowing. And then a tight end, George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, and Jared Wiley. Jared Wiley closing us out here, 100 picks before ADP. Will this draft get thrown out? We'll find out. Of course, Splash Play marches on here every single day. New drafts Monday to Friday at 11 a.m. So please do subscribe down below. Please hit that like button, especially help me grow this channel as a one-man shop here. You hitting the like button shows this video to more people like you and helps me fight off the weirdos who downvote videos because they're mad about something I said to them two weeks ago in a chat. Uh, please do subscribe. Hit that like button. Leave a comment. Underdog, grab code Splash. Double your deposits, 100 bucks. Stochastic, again, great tools for NBA. Uh, another big win for us. I mentioned our pal Greg Ehrenberg who's been on Splash Play before. Uh, taking down 63K in that tournament in the NBA yesterday using the Sims tools. I used them at a profitable day as well. Um, wish I would have won 63K. Would have really been great for a lot of things. But unfortunately, uh, that wasn't the case. The Sims tools make you feel live every day. That's the goal there is check their tools out. Probably my baby as well. Get half off the promo code splash on a monthly or yearly package and really support probably. If you love this show and you just have legal betting in your state, and you just want to get in some good bets, uh, go check it out. Probably.com slash subscribe. Promo code splash will save you 50%. You'd also get a seven-day free trial by searching probably on the app store. And if you leave five stars and a review on the app store, you're also entered to win a guest hosting spot on Splash Play. And right now, it's weird. Like Bindles, I know posted a review. Mathology posted a review. Mathology is the only one that shows. I don't know what's going on with that, but leave a review on uh, on Probably and you'll be entered to win a guest hosting spot. And Mathology is going to cruise apparently uh, for the first one. And thank you to all these fine folks who've hit that join button down below. They helped me put on the show here and it'd be great to get another, really another thousand, maybe another you know 9,000 or so would be great, but hit that join button down below. You get access to my data, custom posts. I'm actually putting out some text posts uh, through the YouTube community tab coming up as well. Uh, lots to come here. Spags rankings coming up soon for premium members. Uh, so trying to do the best I can to make sure we have some rewards for you guys post combine uh, coming up. So hit that join button and support the show. Help me keep putting it on every day. And uh, that's it for today, guys. So I should pull this off my face. So I'll see you guys soon. See you guys tomorrow. Another draft again at 11 a.m. Enjoy your days. Have some fun out there. And uh, don't, don't worry for the running backs. They'll find jobs, <laughs> right? We got to believe that. See you guys soon. Good luck. Mm -hmm.